0: I'm Wendy Monks, and I'm an approved social worker in the community mental health team here. Our main role is to work with people with severe and enduring mental illness. I carry a caseload of people with long-term mental health problems and some with more short-term, more sort of solvable mental health problems, if you like. At 2 o'clock in the afternoon, you might be talking to somebody who's lost their gyro, and then at three o'clock in the afternoon, you might be getting involved with somebody who is very ill, and you may be saying to them that you're going to do, you know, take them into hospital or do something fairly controlling that they absolutely don't want and don't like and aren't willing to go along with. So there's a huge amount of variation. And often we're working with people in a kind of helping and partnership sort of relationship, but then every now and again, have to kind of shift that role, shift the balance and perhaps go into a phase where we're being quite controlling and exerting power over them, which which feels very odd. You know, you've had this kind of equal relationship as far as possible and then it suddenly becomes very unequal for a while. And it can feel quite uncomfortable. But What's interesting, I think, is that once people get over these uh, acute phases, usually the relationship settles back down again and you're not often left with kind of resentment and mistrust and whatever, you can, you know, you can retrieve that balance again, which is good. Next, Wendy talks about the ups and downs of working in a multidisciplinary team. I share a room with two other social workers and CPNs and an occupational therapist, so inevitably, you know, we're talking to each other all the time. And we're often doing joint work with clients. I might often be working with somebody with one of the CPNs or perhaps the OT or whatever. So there's a, a dialogue that goes on, you know, all day really. <laughs> we work very closely together. Then we've got the medical staff and the psychologist also based in this building. So again, there, there's a lot of conversation on a day-to-day basis with with both of them, and, and we'd often stop and have a chat about this person or that person. It makes a big difference being physically together because you can have the conversation informally at an early stage rather than, you know, spending ages trying to get through receptionists and what have you and, and, and turning it into a, a big deal. You can nip things in the bud. Everybody's got their own personality, everybody's got a different approach. Sometimes there's clash, you know, we don't all approach our work or our service users in the same way. And we try and be grown up about how we resolve those sorts of uh, differences. And that works reasonably well. But even in this team, there's, there's still a certain amount of hierarchy and there's still a certain amount of power imbalance between some staff and other staff groups, particularly the medics. I mean, it's much better than it ever used to be, but it's still there to a certain extent. If the consultant psychiatrist feels that something should be done this particular way and I feel it should be done a different way, it's not always easy to resolve that. We usually get there, but it's not necessarily that comfortable. Although things have probably evened out an awful lot over the years, inevitably the medical profession still does have a higher status than, for instance, community psychiatric nurses or social workers or whatever.